I went the stand-up weeder. Mm. So you don't even have to bend over. Nope, it's a stand-up weeder. October. It is October, it isn't is. it? All month long. Wow. And it's every year. Spooky. Whether we want it or not. Oh no, here we go again. <laughs> Full of pumpkins and clowns. Yay. You know what? Even I've been weirded out by the clown stuff I've been sending you. Dude, clowns are fucking weird. You're not wrong. Exactly. And I'm glad that they're banning them from everything. Banning them from everything. Yep. Exactly it's, right. It's the right decision. It's the right decision. You know, I, 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 was, I was hoping the UN would accomplish something, and it seems they have. They've. I thought that, well, I really hoped it was going to be a key point on the vice presidential debate. Not, not that I listened to it. I was going to say, did you even watch it? Because I certainly didn't. I was, I was hoping, uh, I probably should have. I watched some other television that was a waste of my time, but, uh, which much would have been probably been like the same as watching the vice presidential debate. Yay. So anyway, we've got a show. A spooky show. A spooky show. We came out the other side of 100. Yeah, we did. And we survived. Much like uh, something coming out the other side of a human centipede, we have come out. Wow. Wow. No? Wow. Should I cut that out? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's 101. We made it. Season two. All right. Excellent. Season two. Back and back and better than ever. That's right. We're back we're more back and more better. I'm glad that we made it to season two before our four year anniversary. We're almost there, aren't we? We are we're almost yeah. there. It's this it's this spooky month. <laughs> <laughs> wow, your voice gets so high when you Well you almost made me you, spit uh high chuckle. life all over my Co- computer. High life. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you did you, did the did the paycheck bounce from the from the pharmacy? No, I'm living the high life. It's a champagne of beers. <laughs> I mean, you could also just pee in a cup, and you'd probably have as much alcohol. That's, as, that's as the it. selling point. Is you get it's twice as much. You drink it, and then you piss, and you get you get more. I can't believe the guy who used to bro his bro used to brew his own beer. Is drinking high life. I'm not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not anti high life. I'm just saying you're a little. You've been a little bit of a beer snob in your. Past. I have. I have. And I'm kind of slumming. Are it you right trying now. to? Are you trying to rectify that? No. Are you trying to? I just didn't want to spend you, a lot of money, and I like high life. Huh? It's like I want to get drunk. I didn't want to spend money. So I, I ask you, as as much of our listeners right now are wondering, uh-huh. why not? Why not just go for the beast ice? Oh God, I do have standards. <laughs> Ugh. Do you, do you though? No. I really. When was the last time you have you ever had? You've had beast ice. I have though, had beast right? ice many, many okay, times. When was the when was the last time? Nineteen ninety eight, maybe nineteen ninety nine. I don't know. 
Okay, so safe to say 17 years? Yeah, at least, yeah. Okay, so... You think maybe maybe my palate has changed and it's really good? I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, you really branched out a lot on what you eat and drink. and You make a good point. Um, so, you know, it's only natural to move that um, discussion or move that line of thinking, as it were, uh, over to the alcohol and say, hey, you know, maybe, maybe this wasn't for me in 99, mm-hmm. you know, uh, back in the day, Y2K, but... Uh, <laughs> But but maybe now, you know, it's 2016. It's a different world we live in. They don't sell Zima it's anymore. A, it's season 2 of Earcom Pod, you know? Maybe we should maybe we should uh have a little experiment sometime. Um Milwaukee's best light. Ice. No, no, no. You don't want light, you want ice. ice. Milwaukee's best ice. Yeah. Hey, that one uh the 2003 bronze medal at the Great American Beer Festival. And it won the 2006 bronze medal medal at the World Beer Cup. What? That's what it says on the uh, on the old Wikipedia. Well, there you go. Uh, Excuse me. Wow. It got a 56 out of 100 <laughs> on beer on beer on beer advocate. <laughs> I can't even. The uh, website won't even pull up. That's crazy. Okay, so let's do a show. Uh, I'm tired of talking about crappy beer. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna drink it. I'm just it. gonna drink it. I'm just gonna put it in me and pee it out. No, no, champ. I, I don't. I don't unlike, not like, dislike the champagne of beers. That's uh, because it's the it's champagne good. of beers. Yeah, you get you can get a uh, a twelve pack for like seven bucks. You can right? indeed. <laughs> it's even cheaper in cans. <laughs> it's cut. Cu- it's because of all that uh, aluminum. It's because yeah. of all that aluminum leaking into the alcohol. And they don't, they don't spend a whole lot of money on hops. Or barley, <laughs> <laughs> all that extra stuff. We use we use the the metal in our aluminum cans to flavor our beers. <laughs> you notice that? It's I mean, can aged. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a can fan as much as the next guy. But seriously, like, drink have something out of a can and drink something out of the bottle. Tell me, it tastes exactly. It the does same not. It, doesn't. it does not. <laughs> anyway, one hundred and one. Here we are. It's Shocktober. Did I say that? It's a yeah, spooky, it's a spooky. episode. So episode 100, we talked a lot about um, breaking news, you mm-hmm. know, with the Apple mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked, uh, we had the art interview. We did. It was amazing. And I've um, gotten so much feedback on that. Excellent. Excellent. That's what well, I, we kind of figured you would. I, I've literally um. gotten zero feedback <laughs> of that. I did ask Art if he heard it, and he said, yeah, I listened to it. Yeah, that was that was my response. Yeah, I listened like, to it. it. No feedback. Huh? No, but I mean, he didn't say he didn't mm-hmm. like it, so I guess it was all right. Okay. Um. So we did not have a chance to talk about fall TV. No. Uh, we're into October, so there's a lot of that stuff that we're going to get to today on this show. Um, episode 101 presented by Ames Shovels. Mm-hmm. Um. But first, we got a little rundown with some news. Yeah, we do. Some updates, some things that have been coming through our feed. Lots of so stuff why don't coming you, down the pipeline. Why don't you uh, take us into the pipe? Let's, Lay some <laughs> pipe, if you will. <laughs> Lay some pipe. All right, here's me. Did you hear, my good friend? That should be that should be the uh, that should be the name of our like news and notes section. Laying pipe. Oh, laying pipe. No, no laying pipe. Did you hear? <laughs> have you heard about this? <laughs> that would be that would be more appropriate. Probably aim shovels would probably. Uh, would, uh, 
prefer us to call it <laughs> did you hear not yeah, laying but pipe. Let's be let's be like you can't lay pipe like in the ground without a name shovel. Mm. You need that shovel. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Way to way to link the sponsor with the segment. Yeah, no problem. Their their check did not <laughs> bounce. Uh Hey, clearly, clearly, that's how you afforded the excellent beer you're drinking right now. They sent me a check that covered 100% of this 12-pack. <laughs> Spare no expense. 12-pack cans, like $5. You can't even go to Taco Bell for what you got for your no, beer. No, you can't. You can't do that. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway. So, okay. it looks like some people are, uh, well, it looks like Twitter's like shopping itself around. I saw that Disney was got in on the yes. game. Hearing that the uh, the mouse is getting in on the Twitter game, man. And it, I thought, and I and here I thought his fingers were a little too fat to type. Well, he's he uses Siri. Ah, he yeah. uses Siri. Good call. On so that. I heard, you know, Twitter. Sh- who's huh? so, so? Who's Mickey Mouse's Siri voice? Do you think Goofy? Really? I, is that why he makes so many mistakes? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, What's number one uh, goofy cartoon? Uh, my favorite is the the uh, How to Play Baseball. Oh, it's, that is a good yeah. one. That is a good one. I would have to say uh, there's a really good one. Oh, it's on. What is it? Um, it's it's like a short for some movie that's really funny. Um, goofy movie? It is. Uh, no, it wasn't the Goofy movie. It was a recent movie. Um, but it was a short on him getting a TV for the big game. Oh, I've seen that one is really good. Where it's, it's like hilarious. the size of his wall. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's and he's gotta like hook everything That's up. A great and he's got one. all these HD HDMI cords. I forget what movie that plays with, but uh it's hilarious. That is a good one. I like that one. Oh goofy. Goofy, you're so goofy. You're so goofy, goofy. <laughs> you're goofy and you're spooky. <laughs> spooky. Everything is spooky. So I saw on, I think it was on Darian Fireball, I can't remember, but somebody had talked to, I think it was somebody from The Verge talked to somebody from Twitter, I believe, uh, and they were saying, like, you know, who are you, who are you leaning towards? Who's going to buy Twitter? What's going to happen? Because they're losing, they're not making money. They are, like, they've never really made money. And That's crazy. Yeah. As much as, as much as I use Isn't Twitter. Isn't that insane? Like, yeah. it, it, like, our world revolves around Twitter. And yeah. they can't make money. Not well. I guess not everyone's, but all the important. I feel people. like. Well, yeah. I mean, I. I feel like it's a great way. I mean, that's how I get my news. Mm-hmm. It's, you know. So I mean, I think I love it just for the curation aspect of it, and just the fact that I can, you know, follow sports people, follow tech people, follow friends, you know, follow enemies, <laughs> you know, and just get updates. So I mean, I don't know. I just I feel like people that aren't using it. Are missing the boat. I agree, but but that's that's the problem, right? I guess that's the problem. They don't know what they're missing. Yeah, and apparently, like new new users has pretty much plateaued. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah. there's so much if you're spam using it, and, it, it uh, if you're using it, you're using yeah. it. Yeah, and there's so much spam, and there's so much like garbage, and it's... anyway, so they're looking to sell apparently because uh, they can't make money on it, and um, this guy. Uh, from the that had talked to the Verge, somebody asked him like, well, you know, what's going on? What's happening? And his response was basically like a wink, and he said, "It's a small world," and that's what he. That was his answer. Yeah. Well, so people, well, I mean, Disney has more money than God, so yeah, it's true. 
Um, so there's some potential purchasers, and I want to run down mm-hmm. kind of a list, and then let's see what we think. Okay, so we we talked about Disney. That wouldn't be terrible, although they're they don't really do well in like online stuff often, and their well, games they, have just been. If that's in, I don't know if that's really in yeah, the, but in you got you think about you think about look at, think about all their subsidiaries, ABC, ESPN. Yeah, I mean they own they own all of that, and they would love to have kind of that's true more more ability to control how their content's pushed out. I'm yeah. sure. I don't know that they could make it profitable, but they could definitely leverage it to help the sure. rest of the company. Sure. Um, and then I heard Apple, which I think would probably not what? be a very good fit. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that yeah. makes sense. I don't for think them. they're really into that. I mean, they like look at the social media stuff that they've done so far and how it's all sucked. And I, I know you can't really compare <laughs> apples to apples because, like, if you're if you're buying a platform, like you're getting all that expertise, but it just doesn't seem fitting. And then you hear like Google or Microsoft or or whoever. But I, I I had another idea that nobody had mentioned yet that I thought I'd run by you because I think it's a good idea. Sure. Um. What if what if we buy it? Oh, it's true. We do have we do have all this money yeah. now, all this Ames money. Yeah. So I'm thinking like the two of us go in halvesies <laughs> and buy Twitter and we can rename it I don't know, Earcon Pod social media. And uh so and it'll be exclusively Earcon Pod content. Oh. So Earcon Pod Earcon Pod Media. Yeah. And this will be this will be the next that's, that's logical the parent, step. That's the parent company. So we've got a podcast. We've got a, we've got Twitter. We've got a social media client. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I think it's the next so, logical step in in our in our media empire. You took quite a jump there, son. Oh, uh, <laughs> Aim shovels to buying Twitter. Well, you know, if you if you can get me five hundred million dollars, and I can get five hundred million dollars, then maybe we can make an offer. You might need some bowling money. We're gonna definitely need bowling money, uh, but I think we can make it happen. So, so let's let's workshop that, and we'll we'll see what we can do. Sure, let's uh, let's put a let's put a task force on yeah, it. Yeah, let's table that for for one hundred two. Okay. Okay. We do have some movie news, my good friend. That was it. There was just two. What? Disney and Apple. Two... Well, the, the, the... <laughs> oh, I thought like there was you like said... you kind of. So there was a list. I uh, thought there was yeah. like more Disney than... and Apple and Microsoft <laughs> was, and Google. Nobody else list. has enough money. Yeah, okay. Like I'm sure there are lots of companies that would be like, yeah, that would be great, but they just can't afford it. Like What about this company that's buying the NASCAR series? Oh god. We don't know yeah. for sure that that's true, but what it is, looks like it is. What is it? Hisense? It's the Hir- Hiroshima? <laughs> no, it's not a <laughs> high sense. <laughs> And oh, okay. the problem with Sorry. it, you know, people are talking about, oh, well, you know, Sprint is owned by a Japanese conglomerate and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Hisense, the company that is supposedly going to be the title sponsor for NASCAR, they are owned by the state of the People's Republic of China. They're a government-owned company. Why would they want to sponsor the NASCAR series? I, I don't know. I really don't know. Unless it's just like, oh, if we do that, we can sell that many more TVs. To Americans. So, did they sell TVs? They sell technology they make, here, within hold the on, TV? I'll, I'll pull it up here. 
I don't, I don't really care. It's okay. uh, I can sense that you really want to know. You're going to do it anyway. You're going to do it they anyway. Make, you're still doing it. Uh, you're what still they make? doing it. It's here somewhere. Oh they make mobile phones, oh. smartphones, televisions, air conditioners, refrigerators, and washing machines. For who, though? China. Well, worldwide. They uh, have over 40 I mean, subsidiaries. Like, but they have their it's their own product like they don't make they're not making them for Samsung. Oh wait a second. For... Yeah, mostly, but like uh it says here that since 2015 anything you buy from Sharp is actually Don't buy anything from Sharp. No, don't buy anything from Sharp. Yeah, Japan the the Japanese company Sharp when they went tits up they sold to Hisense. <laughs> Yeah, I don't buy Sharp. No, I don't either. Sorry. I don't think I've ever bought anything Sorry. from them. I can't, I can't recall. I don't know. Anyway, all right, cool. So someone might buy Twitter. We might buy Twitter. Yeah. Wait, wait. Uh, stay tuned. Wait, speaking of that, why don't we get the naming rights for NASCAR? That's true. The Aircon Pod NASCAR Aircon Pod Cup. <laughs> I think it works. We'd get to go to a lot more races. We would get to go to a lot more mm-hmm. races. We'd get to, like... We get to be in the in the pit row. Yep. Mm-hmm. We get to ride in the pace car. I want to ride in one of the race cars. Put there another seat go. in there for me. I want to be part of a pit change. Yeah, let's do that. You gonna be a tire carrier okay. or? No, I want the jack. Want the jack, okay. Jack I'm, a jack, I'm a jack. I'm a jack man. I'm a jack man. I said that about you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's who's buying Twitter, and we're buying NASCAR. Um, much better. I think I think we get more uh, bang for our buck buying. NASCAR. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's let's do that. Let's do let's it. Do. All right, let's do some movie, movie news. news. So you've heard of this dude, uh, John Favreau? I'm pretty sure I broke some news about you him. Have uh, yeah. Earlier this week, that he is uh, fresh on the heels of his Jungle Book remake, which I actually watched on the plane going out to Vegas. Yeah, I, I rented it on the iTunes. Uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Um, distinct lack of Scarlett Johansson's role, but it's just her voice, right? That's okay. Yeah, but you know, I imagine her <laughs> while she's soothing with the with the snake tongue. Gross. <laughs> Um, he is, uh, doing a live action or remake of Lion King, I guess, in the same kind of like Jungle Book without the human, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Um, he, he sent out a tweet. Um, this is super breaking news. The 28th of September. (laughs) Um, and it was, it's better than last, it's better than last time. We're getting, you make a good point. Um, he, I like the way he did it. He said, I'm excited for my next project. And then he did the lion emoji and the crown emoji. Yeah, that's yep. pretty cool. Of course, one that of the replies cool. to it is um, the uh, King John, the lion from the Robin Hood Disney movie. Which is which awesome. Which is awesome. And it was like, oh, you're remaking Robin Hood? <laughs> it was pretty funny. But no, he's remaking Lion or King. The, or the guy from... Uh, the Lion King guy from Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Oh God, I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. I don't remember that. You don't remember when they go and they play soccer? No. Um, I know what a Bedknob is, and I know what a broomstick is. Wow. Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Come on, yeah, it's like Angela Lansbury, right? 
the the lion there they're playing i don't know if they're is it soccer i think i guess they're playing is it soccer or like rugby or lacrosse i don't know but the lion there and the lion's got the the totem or whatever the thing is they need he's wearing it around his neck and uh-huh. they're you know, remember that the rhinoceros and the little and the boar who gets the ball like caught on his tusk and it like deflates no uh, nothing no uh-uh. no i i believe you well, i just i don't remember sorry okay Super awesome. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Cool. Um, so, Fabra so... is doing and, and, like, he sent that out. And then, like, the the Disney press release came out, like, the like two seconds later. And I'll have a link in the show notes if you want to read it. But basically, they said it's going to be a new reimagining, which is, I think, basically the exact same thing they said about Jungle Book. Um, new reimagining of Lion King... It's going to have songs from the original film, I guess, redone like they did in Jungle Book. And they also said, and this was interesting, that they are also developing with Mr. Favreau a sequel to the Jungle Book. Which I didn't know it did well enough to deserve a sequel, but they're making a sequel. So there you go. You saw Jungle Book? I did not. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Did you see it? Yeah, I did you not listen to my, or my conversation in the beginning where I said I watched it on the oh, plane? Oh, that's to go right. Vegas? That's right. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Sorry, I, I've been good. drinking. Sorry. It was, yeah, drinking in the high life. <laughs> so you've had like half a beer. Um, so it was good. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know that it, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't amazing. Christopher Walken was good as King Was Louis. he? My, my daughter and I listened to some of the music and we weren't super impressed. Hmm. But a lot of it was like the same music, right? Yeah, but just like the performances, we didn't think they were as good as the original. God, you guys are so snarky. We really are. (laughs) Okay, so Lion King, John Favreau. Stay tuned. More on that. Uh, I think it's smart move by Disney. Um, Obviously, Lion King is one of their most beloved franchises, and then obviously their success they've had on Broadway. Oh yeah, they've made Uh, a ton of one of the most one of the most successful uh, musicals of all time. Uh, very cool show. I got to see it a couple years ago in Broadway. Is that right? So highly, highly recommend it. I have not seen if it. You, if you have the means, so I believe Art's seen it. Ex- oh, excellent! I have no doubt. Probably on a cruise ship. No, I think he saw it on Broadway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he saw it in New York. Um, so John Wick Two, John Wick Two, Electric Boogaloo. Man, they're actually going to call this. It's, I need to. I need to rewatch this. I'm super bummed that HBO took it off their. Uh, I know why couldn't they took have it off their paid slate? to have it in per- perpetuity? I don't know, Jerks. but such a good. It's movie. actually the the new John Wick, which is what we're talking about. I may buy it. I may buy it with all my gift Probably card money idea. that I have. Buy it from. Uh, <laughs> I'm like looking looking for stuff to buy on iTunes now. So if you have any suggestions, I suggest John I got, Wick. I got all these crazy uh, iTunes gift cards. Um, because I apparently I spend lots of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the Apple. I think it was the Apple Watches that would put you over the um, top. And the iPhone Seven Pluses. Did you put the whole thing on there? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, the month by oh, month. Okay. But you did the you, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, I did. I did the installment, but you still, you know, they put down the whatever. You know, the first activation plus fucking first month, all that shit. So it was a hundred some bucks, and then. You know, the, the Apple Watches, so, I mean, that's a cool G there. You Jesus put those two Christ. together. You know, that's a lot of money. Plus, yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't put nearly that much money on there. Um, so John Wick 2 is actually going to be called John Wick Chapter 2. Okay. Which... I like that. It, 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 uh... What is the, what's the word? God, I've been drinking too. Um, <laughs> come to me, my jungle friends. Uh, what is the word I'm looking I for? It, uh, it, 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 no, it, can't talk. It tells me, it gives me excitement that there may be more chapters. It does. And that, that was what I thought too. It teases, it teases. It is, if we're getting a chapter two, man, we can get three, four, five. We could have John Wick until the day we die. Wasn't what's her face in that? Um, she died in it, right? Spoiler the, alert. The, the dog. girl from the girl from stop, stop. The girl from Friday Night Lights was in that. I have never She's seen so Friday Night Lights, as you know. Um, I'm trying to think of something that you would have seen that she would have been in. GI Joe. Alfie, Al- no. Alfie Allen was in it. Oh. Willem Dafoe what, was in what? it. Dean Winters was in it. And Friday Night Lights? No, and John Wick. Oh. Are you talking about Bridget Moynihan? No, I'm talking about someone that's hot, and that is... Bridget Moynihan's good looking. Ad- Adrian Pilecki. Yeah, 10 years ago, maybe. Adrian Pilecki. Oh, right. I thought she was in G.I. Joe. She is. I just asked. I just told you that... <laughs> Did you see her in G.I. Joe? No, I didn't see G.I. Joe. <laughs> um, she was in the remake of Red I Dawn. Didn't see that either. She was in God, n- gnarly nothing you probably saw. I'm looking at her. I'm She's... looking at her page here, and it looks like a bunch of garbage she... and Supernatural. Yeah, she was only re- she was only in the first season of Supernatural. Well, that was when she it was, was good. The, she exactly. She was the girlfriend of Sam, who died. The demon killed so that, and then he like that caused him to that caused Sam to like screw his life and go on the road with Dean after he, after he died. After who died? He said he died. Who? Sam? No. Oh, who well, died? Sam dies. Sam dies like every season. Oh, okay. But <clears throat> but no, Adrian Palicki was like it was his girlfriend, and she dies. The demon kills her. And then it prompts him to like go out on the road with Dean. Oh, that, that's, that's what starts the show. Now, now and I it's know still why fucking I going. It. I don't know. It's a good show. It's just the problem. The problem with it is it's an hour long show. It was on about six seasons too long. Well, no. I mean, I think it's still pretty good. It's the problem is like it's not a show that you can just jump into. No, right? Like I, I went, I went like five seasons and I was just. I was done just because it's just so long and it's, it's on cable. So, or CW, I mean, same kind of thing. So they do like, well, they do like 20, excuse, <clears throat> I have to excuse the, the fall uh, allergy voice voice too. But um, you do, you know, it does, it's an hour long show. That's 22, 23 episodes a season. That just takes so that's a long. long time. Yeah. I think I made it through so, like a season and a half before I was like, so oh, I if you, if you if you watch it from the beginning, it's one thing, and you're like, okay, well, it's just 23 episodes a season. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing catch up, it's just like you never get caught up. And right. There's just too much other good stuff on, and other shit I want to do, um, and bad NASCAR games I want to play. So yeah. I just don't have time for it. Okay. So she so, was in the original John Wick. She was. She died. She was one of the bounty hunters. I don't remember. I gotta watch oh. it again. I've only, I only watched it like three times when it was on HBO. <laughs> uh, so John Wick—that's the right. 
That's the right yeah, exactly. answer, by the way. John Wick Chapter 2, we're going to get that next year in 2017. And we've got, you know, Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane, John Leguizamo, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm. John Leguizamo, have you, have you, you're all caught up on Bloodline, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't oh, watched any of season two yet. Oh my God, you need to watch season two. I, I agree with you, but you? I just haven't done it yet. Mm. John Leguizamo is so choice. <laughs> In season so two jealous. of Bloodline. I highly recommend you pick one up. I <laughs> highly recommend John Leguizamo. Uh, <laughs> so we're excited about John Wick 2. Yes. Get it next year. He's going to be fucking more, fucking more shit up. Yep. Yeah. That, that's the subtitle. John Wick Chapter 2, fucking more shit up. <laughs> Which I'm really like. I mean, it. I think it's good. They get a, a Keanu, hard R on that. Keanu Reeves, man. Like He's a joke. Except for when he's John Wick. <laughs> And then he's a super he's had, badass. He's had some good stuff. Not lately, except for John But Wayne. just the fact that he's just, like, crushing it at, what, how old is he? He's, like, 55, 56? Uh, I, can I mean, you. let's see. It's got to be close to 60. He was, he was born in Beirut? Wow. What? He's Does he have dual, citi- he has dual citizenship? Huh? He has dual citizenship? No so idea. he's what? So he's 52. He just turned 52. Yeah, he's 52. Man. Uh, he was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, he was. He played... Uh, uh, but, I mean, you can't knock... Early, not, early 90s, he crushed it. Bill and Ted, Point Break, Speed. Do you know that the, uh, the role of Chris Taylor, the Charlie Sheen role in Platoon, was offered to Keanu Reeves first, and he turned it down? What? Yeah. That's some fucking... Like crazy, right? Magnum PI shit. Like where <laughs> fucking Tom Selleck turned down, turned down um, Indiana Jones, turned down Indiana Jones because it was going to conflict they, uh, with his must- recast uh, Marty McFly. Oh my god! Have you seen the like those behind with the scenes? Eric Stoltz? Oh, they're so yeah. Bad. They show those. They released it, and it's like, and they screened some of that, and then like the crowd reaction was like, "This guy's a fucking." He's not a comedic what? actor, and it was terrible. <sighs> Although I do have to rough. say, Keanu Reeves was in one film this year that I think he did a really good job in, and that, that was the so. film Keanu. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was really funny. That's a funny damn movie. Uh, that I is hilarious. Hilarious. Hilarious, indeed. So, uh, John Wick 2 comes out in February. Oh, my goodness. We're getting this movie soon. Oh, and, shit. Uh, we're going to have to go. It. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Uh, Gonna meet up, have a have a earcom pod meet yep. up. We can do it on any race weekend because we're gonna own the rights. Oh, that's right. Uh, Maybe we can have a screening like in the racetrack. Yeah, like for you know all the like pit crew and I shit like, like that. that. You know, that's just to idea. like give give back a little yeah, bit, give back to the, the little people, <laughs> the people that made it happen yep, for us. That's right. Uh, so we got one more bit of uh, interesting movie news before we move on. Oh, quickly! Oh, uh, uh, John Wick Two trailer hoping to launch on October the eighth. It looks oh, like. Oh goodness! So That's only three days coming up, now. probably pro- probably right around when this podcast will get released. God damn, I hate you. <laughs> um, you'll have a uh, you'll have a trailer for John Wick Two Electric Ooh. Boogaloo. Because oh, it looks like. Um, this Saturday, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's it's dropping because uh, this weekend is the uh, New York Comic Con. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. So it looks it looks like it's getting dropped around that time. So there you go, would make sense. Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. 
Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Um, uh, so, more movie news? I have one more bit of movie news for you, my good friend. Okay. Um, Do are it. you familiar with the film Murder on the Orient Express? Not really. It's a good movie. Is that bad? Pretty underrated. Is that bad? It's pretty good. Is it? Is it a ride at Disneyland? No, it is not. It's a, it is a film movie. <laughs> and it was based on a book by Agatha Christie. Oh, okay. Cool bitch. <laughs> yep. That's what all her friends called her. And uh, <laughs> one Agatha Christie, one cool one bitch. Cool bitch. Um, we are getting a remake of Border on the Orient Express, which at first I was like, no, we don't we don't need that. We don't need a remake of it. Much like much like uh uh much much film remakes, right? Yeah, the vast majority of them, I'm just like, nope, don't need it. Mm -mm. Don't Don't need need it. Don't need that. Why are we doing it? it. Don't need to do it. Well, it turns out things are a little bit more interesting than just a remake. They are remaking Hmm. it. It's coming out next year. Hmm. But the cast, my brother, the cast. Okay, I'll get past the bad one first. Not that bad. Johnny Depp is going to be the guy that gets murdered. (laughs) Okay. You're going to kill Johnny Depp? You're going to kill Johnny Depp. Is it like a flat? Do they does the it get told in flashbacks so that he's still in no, it? No, he just gets killed. Um, he just gets killed right away. Well, about a quarter of the way through. Oh, okay. Um, check out some of these names, my friend: Dame Judi Dench, Kenneth Branagh. Okay. He might okay. be directing so like it too. I'm not sure. He directs a lot of movies. He, Kenneth Branagh is going to play the main detective. He, guy. Direct, he directed. Thor, he directed Thor. He did. All right. Cool. The, the original Thor. Good. The the last movie I saw with uh, before the Rapture. Before. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get raptured. I'm kind of upset about that. So Kenneth Branagh is in it. He's playing uh, the the uh, private detective um, Hercule Poirot. He's Belgian. Okay. Um, okay. Have you heard of this girl, Daisy Ridley? Uh Hmm. Doesn't doesn't. Well, she's going to be in it. She's an up and comer. You might see her in some things. <laughs> Oh, was she in Zootopia? She's not in Zootopia. A different Disney film. Okay. Uh, let me look up. It's uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. What uh, was she? Was she the the girl at the that owned the bar? <laughs> yeah, she was Maz Kanata. <laughs> yes, I thought yeah, I, I that's thought that right. sounded they, familiar. Of course, you didn't see her. She was computer generated, but I like the Wookie. <laughs> I like the Wookie. I love that character. Um, um, but are you sitting down? Uh, yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, one of, one of the cast members in this film is a friend of the show that you may have heard of Mr. Michael Pena. Oh yes. yes. Real Michael Pena. Yeah. Love him in Ant-Man. Yep. And he's going to be in Shoot, this. the shooter, shooter of the movie, not the TV series. <laughs> it doesn't need to be made. Michael Payne is going to be in this awesome. Uh, this is going to be awesome. It's like a, a great, like, entre- like a, like a, um, what do you call it? Uh, when you've got a whole, un- an ensemble piece. It's like a whole big group. ensemble, yeah. an ensemble, ensemble. And uh, it's a good movie. And I think with this cast, and I don't know who's you know behind it, but um, it's good. I, I think it's going to be good. Oh, Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, I don't know who that is. Do I know who oh, that is? You know. Uh, you should. What has is Leslie a a man or a woman? Oh, this is a good game. Oh, Leslie's a man. <laughs> a- le- animal or mineral? <laughs> he was apparently in Hamilton. 
Yeah, I mean, come on, bro. All right. There you Chris go. Hamilton, the film. He was in Red Tails. That's right. Because he's black. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was on nine episodes of CSI Miami. Because he's black. Uh, okay. All right, so let me see who's... Uh, yep, Kenneth Branagh's directing it. A yep. fellow named Michael Green wrote the screenplay. He... Oh, get excited. I think... Yes, this guy wrote <laughs> the Green Lantern movie. <laughs> oh, God, no. With Seth Rogen? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's green. That's the Green Hornet. You're talking about Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, oh, God. Blake Lively, Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, God, with the CGI superhero suit. Oh, yeah, he wrote that, and he's writing this. You know, the, the only wait, good wait, thing wait, to come out wait, of that. my good the friend. Only, the only good thing to come out of that movie was uh, Ryan Reynolds in Ryan Reynolds finding no, this love. This is totally fine. This is fine because this guy also wrote has not even has co-written the American God series right now. The American God series that I know friend of the show Katie from Chesapeake is in on. He wrote the new Alien movie, Alien Covenant, and he wrote the as yet untitled Blade Runner sequel. Wow. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm okay so with this know. guy. So so Nicholas is in. in. He I'm saw in, Blade in, Runner. In in, I'm in super in. He saw Alien. He saw Blade Runner. What did he like? He was a co-executive producer is, for thirty episodes. Is he like? Is he like, is he Ridley Scott's like brother or like son-in-law and like right? nepotism? Because they're all like Ridley Scott like uses the same people over and over and over again. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but I'm definitely gonna watch this movie. It looks cool. 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 cool, 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 cool. Tom Bateman is also uh, in it. I don't know who that is. So, Murder on the Orient Express gets remade. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, any other movie news? Uh, no. No. Well, we've got to talk about some fall TV, do but it, before we do... We do have to read a spot for aim shovels? We do. We do. Oh, you know, geez. it's you talked earlier on the podcast about um, how it's, uh, it's fall, man. It is fall. It's spooky time of year. And you know what happens in the spooky time of year? People get killed with shovels. People get killed with shovels and leaves fall. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Their do line you, of rakes. Do you, do, you, do you enjoy raking I leaves? Oh, my God. It's the worst. Raking leaves is literally the worst. So if you had to rake leaves, uh-huh. because you know hashtag adulting, <laughs> uh, wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't you want to do it really fast, like the quickest way possible? Yeah. Right? What is I the mean, quickest way possible? Well, the quickest way possible is with the Ames twenty six inch dual tine poly leaf rake. Uh-huh. You can Tell rake me more. Rake up to f- you can rake up to forty five percent faster than traditional leaf rakes. Wow. This Ames innovative leaf rake is ideal for people like you. People like me who want to rake faster. People like you. The dual tines allow for a queen sweep as you quickly rake through your grass and leaves. That's wow. assuming that's assuming you uh, you have grass. I have grass. I do not have the, leaves. The the head size is designed for jobs big and small. That's what she said. <laughs> while the handle features a comfort grip for better control. Mm. Sounds hot. Man, I mean, this sounds good. Clog-resistant design. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Comfort grip handle. You know you like that because, you know, it gets a little uncomfortable out there um, for more than 10 minutes. What, which model is this? This is the uh, 26-inch dual-tine poly leaf rake. 
Okay, poly leaf rake. Dual tine teeth designed for faster raking and less clogging. Wow. Comes with a comes with a 15-year warranty, Nicholas. This thing does look nice. Check out aims.com. That's A-M-E-S dot com for more information. I'm not gonna lie, this thing Ames. looks nice. Our tools built America. They really did. For real. Cool. So check out the website. Uh, looks like a pretty cool rake. I <laughs> uh, might want to go ahead and order that because leaves are fucking falling. They have so, a category on TV here okay. called. This is all bonus. We're not getting no, paid not for getting this, paid but continue. They have a category. They have you know all the things you would think of: shovels, rakes, forks. Sure. But they have sure. a category called other long-handled tools, <laughs> which brings up memories of college. Did you click? Did you uh, select see all for I that? I did select see all for that, and there's some great <laughs> stuff in here. They have a forged dandelion weeder. A lot of lot of uh, pertinent stuff to what you need to do now. Is they have a spike aerator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very very helpful mm-hmm. right now. I want the stand up should... weeder. Mm. That's what I want. So you don't even have to bend no, over. It's a stand up weeder. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, can you can you read, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> so check out check out aim shovels they're great to us and um <laughs> really hopefully you're gonna help us uh uh sponsor nascar next year so there yep. you go fall tv Let's time talk about fall tv so we got some shows to talk yeah, about we do we really do the f- the first of which is west world it's west world so time we've only watched one episode of this we have because there's only been one yeah. episode, um, and we don't. And for some reason, they don't send us. They don't send us like. I didn't get my screener couple, yet of the whole season. <laughs> what the fuck? That's ridiculous. What address? They, they, maybe they did you put Enon? Did you put Chester? No, you know knows. what? I might have accidentally put Enon, and it and they don't. There's no Enon post office. <laughs> so <laughs> they sent it went to Taco That's Bell. That's right. So I gotta go get it. But I'd have to get out of the car. Oh, so I'm not God. Chris at Taco Bell's watched four episodes of Westworld <laughs> in the break room. They love it up there. What is this show, man? They love it at the Taco Bell. <laughs> Pass the cheesy gorditas. Cheesy gorditas. Yeah. They're big fans. Mm. Oh, goodness. I want some. Give me some Taco Bell. I do love some Taco Bell. I could go for some. I had nachos today. Uh, so. Westworld, your thoughts. The premiere happened last Sunday, uh, episode two coming uh, this Sunday. Your thoughts on Westworld episode one? Um, I believe it was you that uh, retweeted somebody or quoted somebody that said, I just want to know how this world works. And that's like, I finished watching that first episode and I was like, that was really good. I enjoyed that. I want to know how this world works. Sure. Because. Did you read some of the stuff that I I, sent that I like retweeted? Like. Burning questions, ten questions, logistical questions. I put them in my instant paper. Does that count as reading them? Sure. Okay, then I read them. Um, <laughs> uh, like my my thought after that watching that episode was, well, they like when inevitably the robots start like getting minds of their own. Why don't they just turn them all off? And it, it intrigues me because it's not like, oh, this show doesn't work because they didn't think to just turn them all off. What intrigues me is. What is going to happen that they can't turn them off? Like that's what I'm mm-hmm. like. It it made me like more intrigued for the show, not less intrigued for the show. 
So I'm what happens with them what happens with them in cold storage? Like I mean yeah. it's just it's interesting because you know you're flipping the script on everything is from the, the host's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um what I love about it is that it really those you know the showrunners have thought through all that stuff, and I think that was one of the reasons why they had that shutdown, you know, like halfway through you're producing the show, and we were really worried that that was that you know they weren't going to move forward with it. Mm-hmm. But they really took the time to flesh out what this world means, regardless of whether they share that information or they they're really upfront about communicating mm-hmm. it. Because obviously, this is coming from the host perspective, so they're not going to be like, okay, here's how this world works, right? right? So they want you to kind of you may figure some of this stuff out. But they're not handing you this information because it's not told in that perspective. Um, one of the coolest things that I read was how the showrunners really were looking at video games mm-hmm. like Skyrim and Red Dead Re- Red Dead Redemption, which you know was one of our ultimate favorite game. video games of all time, um, right up there. And Skyrim is too. Skyrim is a fascinating, uh, fabulous video game. Um, that how non-playable characters, NPCs, really factor in to this world and that, you know, they have a whole world, a whole life, a whole storyline independent of of these newcomers coming in, right? Mm-hmm. So they they interact and they move forward regardless of their interactions with these players. Um, so what is it, what kind of stories can we tell with these characters? It's really cool. It is really cool. It's, it's, it feels like a very modern story. Like this is a story for this time mm-hmm. as opposed to just retelling the robot story that Michael Crichton wrote. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that some people I've seen people like after watching the episode be like, Oh, this is just this is Jurassic Park with robots. Oh, it's super I not. Mean, the robot, the dinosaurs were not sentient beings. Like, um, but you know, it's fucking Michael Crichton, and he fucking did both of them. So <laughs> this was actually a precursor to Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, that's true. if it were. So if there's some similarities, then oh my god, it's not yeah, a fucking you know coincidence. Are stupid. People are so so stupid. Like all the people that were like, "This was based on a book by Michael Crichton." Um, Literally, like a lot of people said that. Um, no, no, did never wrote this yeah. book. Just because he's an author doesn't mean he always writes fucking books. He, he wrote the, the screen executive play and, and he, executive producer of ER. Yeah, there I don't think he wrote ER as a book. Yeah. Oh God, man, ER was great. Uh, George Clooney was awesome, but the book was so much. You better. remember the the episode of ER that his his dad was on, like his real dad, Michael Crichton's no, dad, George Clooney's dad. Uh, no, I remember the one where his mom was Maybe on. That's what I'm I don't remember of. his dad. Was his mom Rosemary Clooney? <laughs> wow. I yes, can't. his mom. His mom was on Westworld and was a host. Yeah. Um, Rosemary Clooney. She was like a she's like a famous singer. Yeah, I know that, but like I thought it, I thought there was one his, his dad, dad was on. Maybe I'm thinking uh, probably didn't wasn't no, the one with her like she was like a homeless person or something. Sure, <laughs> I don't no idea. That's that's good. That, that's a uh, that's a that's a good guess for an ER. Oh, the homeless person in downtown Chicago comes in. Who can it be this week? You know, it's very cold in Chicago. Mm. Not a good town to be homeless in. Show enough. So Westworld, um, yeah. intrigued, mm-hmm. excited, mm-hmm. concerns, any concerns? Uh, I don't have any yet. Um, Men in Black, Men in Black, what his, what his role is. I'll tell you is. one thing. Like, I, didn't, I, di- I did not follow any of the, like, 
And there weren't really many spoilers, but like I didn't like look at who the characters were or anything before this. I kind of went in with fresh eyes. And that first scene with Ed Harris and James Marsden and what's her face? Um at that point I th- I knew she was a robot. I thought it was reversed. I thought Ed Harris was a robot and James Marsden was a human. I I honestly, yeah, I thought I didn't know about Ed Harris, but I really thought that James Marsden was a yeah. human too. That he came back, you know. They kind of played that like he came back. Yeah, I thought instead um, of being like an a, like you said an NPC, and this was his story, I thought, oh, he's a human yeah. and he's back again. He's paid to come back, and he's found her. Oh, there's the Enon, Enon Express is coming through the uh, the nine the seventeen nine seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> But I really, I thought he was human, and I thought Ed Harris was the the robot. But but you know, you and I had talked about it before about how the hosts were the protagonists and the humans are the bad guys, and so I kind of should have known, but I didn't. And then when you realize that it's the other way around, that was a really cool moment. I really enjoyed. Yeah, that. it's just it's really interesting this whole Groundhog Day scenario, right? Yeah. So, where they just replay, you know, they replay these stories because that's that's their storyline. And Dolores, you learn at the end, is actually the oldest in the entire park. Yeah, um, and she's going over this storyline again and again. Um, she's doing a really good yeah, job. Yeah, there's just there's oh god, she's amazing. There's this whole world um, that's out there. Lots of you know, I don't is your is your wife the the grammar hammer watching this? <laughs> she, there's a, there's a lot of a lot of Shakespeare references. She is watching it. Yes. Yeah, and she she must appreciate the Shakespeare. She, I think she really enjoyed that episode too. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, it's 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 I'll ask a lot of really cool questions about not just the the AI and and their role, you know, in terms of them understanding who they really are, but just what this world really is mm-hmm. and how the how the humans can move within it. Um, what what other kind of rules are there? Do they? You know, how do like how do the guns work? How do the bullets work? So that you can you can kill the host, but you can't kill other people. Yeah. Like in the in the original movie from the seventies. What's what stop what it what stops other people from killing other people? In the, yeah, like, in the original movie in the seventies, they kind of like just gloss over that and they're just like mm-hmm. oh, the the guns you can't kill humans with them. Like you just like they just kind of like explain it away, like, yeah. oh, that's just how they work. But I, I, you get the feeling in this one, like there's there's going to be more to it than just oh, it just works. So well, stuff like that is go. really intriguing, I think. Very, very much yeah. so. So uh, liking it, loving it. Um, it's you know one episode in, but I think it's got some good bones. Uh, <laughs> irony, irony. No, no pun intended with the opening sequence of the skeletons oh, playing the piano. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but I like uh, it. Speaking of mu- speaking of music, like amazing. You've got Black Hole Sun, yes. Soundgarden in here. You've got some, a Rolling Stones. Yeah, we got some painted, symphonic painted black. You've got Johnny Cash to end it out, and I so that was loving the direction, loving the direction of the yeah, music. The music is really good. Freaking love Johnny Cash, man. Like no one, no one sings like dark depravity. No, especially like in Johnny his later years. Like the last like yeah. ten years or so, like. He was like the musical equivalent of like a heroin addiction. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Johnny Cash, RIP. Yeah. So um, watch Westworld. Yes, definitely watch HBO. Westworld because it's really good. 
moving on to another show that we're excited. All the episodes thrown in our faces. Yeah. And that is the latest Marvel iteration, Luke Cage. Okay, so I did not realize until very recently that the direction they were going to go with Luke Cage was 70s mm-hmm. black exploitation kung fu film. Yeah. Totally. And not only do are they doing that, they're doing it so well. It's, yeah, it's so not good. really a superhero movie. No, it's not. It is definitely a black exploitation like cool, kung fu film. It's like it's like a cooler shaft. It is. It really is. And this guy, Mike Coulter, that's playing Luke Cage, he is so goddamn good. The guy, the guy is yeah. good. I don't know if it's perfect. just that perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I don't know if it's just that this role is su- perfectly suited for him, or if he's just that good an actor. But he's amazing in this. The music is unbelievably good all the way through. Yeah. Just, I mean, I made a list of just some of the ones that I had heard so far. Method Man, mm-hmm. Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul, Tupac, Queen Latifah, mm-hmm. Wu-Tang, and then Faith Evans was actually on one of the episodes early on, yes, which is pretty cool. And um, uh, uh, Raphael Sadiq was in there also. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lots of good names. Um, and then, like, the, the interstitial music, like the scene music that they've composed sounds like these you know great films black black Harlem. yeah it I sounds mean, like these like old black exploitation films or kung fu films or something like that it's so good it's just perfect and like even shots that they i like set it up it's just perfect. different it's just I, I just like that it's you're getting something different every time you watch one of those marvel shows right so i yeah. mean i would say jessica jones is the most superhero-y in terms of like fantastical powers and yes. stuff, you know, like crazy, crazy shit going on. Um, and then Daredevil, you know, and then Luke Cage. But I think in each of those series, you're getting something completely different. You really are. And, they- and then and they're all within the same universe. Right. And they're all like eventually going to be teaming up, which is even cooler. Yeah. But the fact that these are all these stories are so independent and all, but at the same time, so expansive. It's just, it's just awesome. The, the amazing, they, they cast so well. They cast so well. They really are. And the amazing thing to me is like we started with Daredevil, then we got Jessica Jones, and now we've got Luke Cage. And yeah, they're all Marvel. They're all in the same universe. A lot of the same actors are in and out of them, but they all feel so different. Like if Luke Cage feels like a completely different show from either of the other two. And the same with the other. I mean, they all feel like like they are their own show. They have their own mood. They have their own feeling. And I mean, I I know that that's intentional because they're different heroes. But sure. uh, it's just the way that they've pulled it off is just really really good. It's very well yeah. done. I I just love the vibe, the music. It's uh, it's cool. It's one of those you definitely like want you want to watch the next episode right away, like to know what's going it's on. It's true. I've because- watched. Too much Luke Cage in the last 12 hours. Yeah, so uh, recommend that on Netflix. All episodes now streaming. I don't, how many are there? So like 8 or 10? Or... Yeah, not, I mean, they don't. They tend to not do too many. Um, Let's let see, see here. here. Luke Cage TV series. It looks like 12. There you go. 
12 episodes and i, I with our with watched. our boy uh juice 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 is only in 10 episodes yeah though. i i'm i'm glad that he's playing somebody different because i didn't want him to be him to come into this and be like a kind cowering of a pussy, pussy. Yeah. uh yeah. yeah he's good in this uh how many how many episodes of luke cage have you watched uh three i've, I've watched four wow you're ahead I'm you're ahead of me on that yeah. Oh, but it's yes. really good. I I, I like really everything good. about it. It's it's acting well. Um, Alfre Woodard is amazing. You know, in I, it. I've seen awesome. her in so many things. I didn't even know it was yeah. her at first. She's in. She's one of those that's in like so much stuff that you don't ever like. You don't know her for any mm-hmm. movie, but she's in a lot yeah. of movies. Um, and then of course Remy Danton. I love Remy Danton in this. House of Cards. He's oh. great in this as Cottonmouth. He's so Fucking good in this. Right. It's it's like and, he's uh, he's like exudes this danger, but without being without being that over the top cocky like stereotypical bad guy. And he very just true. Does it so well. I'm just I'm super impressed with this show. And Frankie Faison. Yeah, I love him. I mean. He's amazing. He's I mean, really good. He was in, uh, he was in Free from, Jack. <laughs> he was in Free Jack. That's such an underrated it's movie. Such a good movie. <laughs> um, dude, he was also the uh, the landlord in Coming to America. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And ironically, he owns a barbershop in Luke Cage. Yeah. There you go. That's true. True. Yeah. <laughs> His mama called him Clay. I'm going call him Clay. <laughs> there you go. He was also oh he was in Silence of the Lambs. And you're, that's right. He was the fucking he was the janitor in Silence of the Lambs. That's right. And in um the other ones too. He put he read yeah, that Han- character. Hannibal and yeah. Red Dragon, man. He was the fucking canon link. Um the other thing about um about uh the barbershop in Luke Cage is um one of your uncles is is uh in the barbershop. That's right. Oh man, my uncle from a, from a, another black mother. It's um Bobby, <laughs> Bobby Fish. Fish is in there. Love it, man. I that's great. I don't remember, oh, I know where I saw that actor before. He was um in the first season of Mr. Robot for a little bit. Um How the fuck do you know that? Because I actually I actually looked him up. And oh. um, and what I love is that the you know the one white guy is fucking uh the dude from um what was he the in? detective? Was that, yeah, the, the, the I know him from somewhere, way. but I don't remember where. He was in like, was it the Hudsucker Proxy? He was in some like stupid I movie. Love the Hudsucker Proxy, that's a good movie. Well, I didn't mean stupid as in it, it was stupid, but he was in some like kind I'm of look him up. Back in I'm the gonna day. look him up. I can't find him. He was in JFK as an Oswald imposter. He was in the Freshman. Pulp Fiction. A favorite, a favorite, a friend of a favorite, a friend of the show, Chris from Northern Virginia. Oh, he was uh, Archie Graham in Field of Dreams. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. He's got a lot of credits. Yeah. He likes to play Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald stuff. He was in another Lee Harvey Oswald movie. And he looks a little like Lee Harvey Oswald. He was in Pulp Fiction. Jesus. He had an uncredited role in Red Dragon. Oh, wow. Look at that. Look at the connection there from fucking Frankie Faison yep. to Frank Whaley. Yep. There you go. Damn, this guy Look has a lot of credit. Yeah, dude. He's in, he's in a little bit of everything. Did an episode of The Equalizer. That was a cool show. Was it? It was all right. Oh, he was on Alcatraz. 
Do you want to read any more? Blue Bloods. Oh, two episodes of Blue Bloods. Never seen it. Um, no, we're good. So uh, Luke Cage is great, and you should watch it because it's great. Boom. Good. Um, a quick rundown on a couple other shows that I was what I have been watching or had been watched by me. <laughs> Son of Passive Zorn. Uh huh. Son of Son of Zorn. Yeah. Have you have you watched any more outside of the I pilot? I have not. I have only watched the pilot because I was I wanted to watch episode two, but it's rated TV fourteen, and my seven year old daughter was in the room. Mm, so there you go. We're gonna so. wait and watch that when she's asleep. Yeah, uh, I like it. I've only watched one episode as well, but not for any other reason than just haven't gotten around to it. Um, didn't soup didn't wasn't like laughing out loud, but I think maybe that's just because they threw out a lot of those jokes on yeah. commercials. I was so. like like medium impressed with it, mm-hmm. for lack of better words, because I've been drinking. Um, but then, and just like you said, like I didn't like laugh out loud at much. But then when they got to the end with the the big hawk thing and in the that's driveway, pretty, that's pretty funny. I literally like busted a gut, and my wife did too. Like we were like, "Oh, holy shit!" <laughs> yeah. Uh, so definitely funny. watch the pilot because it's worth it when you get to the end. Son of Zorn on Fox. Check it out. It's pretty Do funny. It. We've talked about it before. Um, the Good Place. Have you watched this? I yet? have not, and I don't know why I haven't been watching this. I was excited about this show. So it's interesting. It's kind of like, I don't, I, it's a dramedy, I guess, or at least the begin. I mean, you know, it's kind of a sad topic where she dies, and but, um, so it's all about her, you know, kind of being in heaven, but kind of like not correctly. Uh-huh. She's not supposed to be there, so it's kind of funny, but it's more like at least the first episode. You know, it's hard, like with pilot episodes, like it's a lot of exposition, mm-hmm. so they've got to like build this world, so it's not as funny. Um, but it was good and Kristen Bell's amazing. So I'll give it another couple of episodes. I haven't watched any more yet though, but, um, the good place. So she dies, um, and gets inadvertently sent to the good place. Um, but, uh, it's, it's funny. It's funny how like they, their interpretation of, I guess what they call heaven, um, and her trying to figure out like how to stay there and not, you know, get figured out. So. There you go. Yeah, I, I need to I need to watch this. I don't know why I didn't, but I need to at least try it out. I mean, it's interesting. Like the guy that pl- the guy that plays her, you know, quote soulmate is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Ted Danson, you know, is pretty funny in it. He's good with comedy. <laughs> yeah, is he? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he hasn't really. You I know, mean, doesn't hasn't hasn't done a lot on TV ever. But no, um, no. you know, he's a, he's a relatively unknown. He's a relative unknown, but uh, he's doing he's doing good with his uh, the time he's getting. So hopefully, maybe a starting role is coming good, soon. Good, 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 good. Maybe maybe he'll get noticed. Uh, timeless. This looks so bad. We talked about this, I think, with some of the previews in the spring. <sighs> I gave it a run. I watched it last night. Yeah. I wanted to like the show because it's kind of like kind of quantum leapy. Uh-huh. But there's so many is it, problems is it, with is it. Bad as the previous, as the it's just, report. it's just so forced and so like I've got to set everything. I got to set this whole world up in 40 minutes uh, because people because people won't watch and I won't sell ads and the show will be canceled. And it's just this, it's the greater problem with network television and the fact that there's such such pressure 
to but it ends hook up people from the beginning. Exactly the opposite. Like it ends up yeah. being terrible, so people don't watch it. But that, but it's crazy because then I look on Twitter and people are like, "Oh my god, I'm so obsessed with this show. This show is amazing. Really? I can't believe I'm so excited. This show is on. What I'm like, what are you watching? Are we are we watching the same show? Uh, Some people, I guess, have different. We, my wife and I were watching something of, the other night, and a commercial for Timeless came on, and she, she's very quick on like dropping the hammer on shows she's not interested in and at the, after the <laughs> dropping the grammar yeah, she hammer. drops the grammar hammer and after that commercial she looked at me and she goes that looks like shit <laughs> it's like yeah it's, you're kind it of could right. be it could be so good but it's just they they don't care about the story and they just want to throw something out there and like okay you have to watch every week because we're gonna tell you everything that's gonna happen and we're gonna tell you all the rules and we want you to keep watching please watch the commercials it's like i don't know it's like they don't understand modern make a good fucking show people will watch it you will sell ads aka fargo yeah look at what fargo and breaking bad and like i watch fucking fargo on the fx app where I can't yeah, fast forward. It's like us. We watch Mr. Robot on the USA app and we have to watch through all the commercials. But we do it because it's a good show. Why do I do show. that? Why, why, yeah, exactly. Because it's a good yeah. show because they, can, they focus on characters, uh-huh. they focus on story, and everything else comes with yep, it. That's exactly but, right. But ne- network television, they're so concerned. And I don't, I don't know that I necessarily blame them, but it just sucks because it's just impeding them from creating anything good yeah. on network television. It's true. Horrible. So don't waste your time with Timeless. That's the thing. Uh, Finally, Designated Survivor on ABC. Yeah. It's it's not awful. It's not awful. I got about halfway through episode one. And it's not I've I've watched two episodes. It's not bad. Kiefer Sutherland is keeping it afloat. He's doing doing a good job. My problem with it was it was, first of all, it was, at least what I saw, was very predictable. And mm-hmm. it was very much like a cookie cutter yep. show. Again, selling ads, selling ads. Please watch for all you, yeah, for everyone. It's hey, this is uh, this is House of Cards on every week for the weekly audience. Yeah, and it just it felt like I don't what I don't even know what network it's on. It doesn't even really matter anymore because they all ABC said it at the beginning. Oh, okay, um, but it's like it feels like every other network drama. Yep, and. I mean, it was They're a, bad when I saw they the commercials are and, bad. Yeah, exactly. And when when I when I saw the initial trailer for it and you and I talked about it before, I thought, well, this seems like a good idea. And then when I watched the first episode, I was like, they just did what what you would expect the network to do with this good idea. They just watered it down and it's exactly what you think it's going to be. And. All the characters are exactly who you think they're going to be, and yep. So, oh, racial racial profiling from the uh, Indian fucking speechwriter from the White House—that's that, shocker there. Yeah. So anyway, so I mean, it's not bad. Watch it. No, it's not it's worth terrible. Your, and it's not terrible. If you're, it's not timeless. It's not timeless. Terrible. If you're old, if you're Art Luan, and you want to watch a show about. The they seem like they they be in the blue bloods like that's their wheelhouse. They might be. I don't know. I tried mm. to sell him on uh, on. I wonder if that'd be a desert island movie for him. Maybe. 
Maybe. Or Desert Island TV show. I tried to sell him on Westworld today, but I don't know that he was convinced. Oof, that's kind of a stretch for them. I've also tried to get them into Game of Thrones, but they won't do it. I think, I don't know how they would feel about watching a show that poses more questions than it answers. Uh, you know, like, I feel like, I feel like as you get older, like, you don't want more questions, you want less. Like, you just want, I mean, they go, right, they go, right, you lived your life, like, you lived a life full of questions. Yeah, you've lived your you life. Know? It's time for you to move on. <laughs> I mean, to the, the I mean, the, the part of their life where they just want to, like, enjoy it and not have, like, more questions get posed in their head. You know, they just want to sit and enjoy a program, I think right? you might like, be right. You know, like L.A. Law, you know? I mean, they just want to <laughs> sit. You know, like, like Matlock. They just want to sit and enjoy a good court case. I do love some Matlock. That's, that's a good show. So, um, anyway, I, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that they wouldn't like it. I'm just saying. They're old. That's. Maybe maybe they would prefer something a little tonally, a little more sedate. Uh, little, yeah, yeah, a little, a little more Xanaxy. <laughs> TV Xanaxy, where <laughs> they can just like sit back and just like let the show come to them. Yeah, they fall asleep like uh, the grandparents in Christmas Vacation. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need to do another Christmas show. We do. We should. We will. Well, this is our Halloween show because it's spooky. Spooky. So those are the shows. Anything else that you're watching before we wrap that up? No. Okay. Excellent. Good. <laughs> Proud to. Glad to see you came prepared for the fall TV show. Yep. I sure did. Uh, how about some picks? You got a pick? I do have a pick. I can. I can do it pretty quick though. How about you start? Okay. I have. I my pick is a podcast. Okay, a podcast. podcast. I, lo- I, I love the emphasis it's there. A, like, it's a relatively new one. It's from Maximum Fun. It's called Dead Pilots Society. And basically what it is is uh, pilots that were bought by networks but didn't get made. And they never got filmed. They have uh, they bring in all these like actors that are like pretty decent actors. Like One of them had uh, Molly Shannon and, and Sarah Chalk. And um, they had one with... Uh, I can't remember who acted in that one, but it was one that was written by Tom Lennon. So they've got like good names, but basically what they do is they come in and they do a table read of a, like a lost pilot that never got made and it can't get made because the network already bought it. So they just do a table read of the script and they're really funny. They've done two so far and I think they said they're going to come out with one every other week It's either by either every other week or monthly. I can't remember, but it's really good. It's on maximum fun. There's a link in the show notes and I highly recommend it because it's funny as hell. Well, there you go. Uh, my recommendation is an app. An app. And I don't know if we talked about this before. It's called Nuzzle. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever used it. So this is why I like Nuzzle. Um, Nuzzle like is pretty much. Mu- wow, there you go. I am a spooner. Yeah. Um, Nuzzle. It's a curating app. So it's a Twitter curator of news. So it'll link with your Twitter account and it will group your news. Um, and so you can open it and click on it much like a, like Instapaper. It'll like automatically Instapaper stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do it based off most recent. You could do it based off of like the number of friends that have like quoted it or, or you know, shared it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how it'll list it. But what I really, what I use it for, what I've used it for is times where like, I'm really, really, really behind on Twitter uh-huh. Like four, five hundred, six hundred tweets behind. Well, and I want to go be... to 
vacation and you come back and right yeah exactly so i want to or gone for a couple of days and i want to see you know without having to like go through every single thing Mm -hmm. you can go to this app that's linked to your twitter account and then it'll curate it'll have curated within the last 24 hours or last eight hours wherever you you designate it Mm -hmm. the top the top news that's that's going on 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 your twitter feed so that's obviously it's news that you want because you're following these people um, so it'll have videos, it'll have articles, it'll have all this stuff. Thank you, Scout, for contributing. Um, so I literally have never like heard him awake. So um, uh, she's, a, she's a lady. Okay, sorry. <laughs> she, she's a lady. She's a lady. So um, so that's why I like it is that it's an, an ability for me to be able to get that curated news and not have to like scroll through six hundred tweets and feel like I missed something. Right. So it's free. Um, it's got a pretty cool interface. It has an Apple Watch app. Oh, yay! So I know that you're super excited about that. Um, you can. The nice thing about it too is that you can easily share it uh, as well, which is really cool if you have an article you like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a really nice flow if you're clicking on articles uh, to look at it. So it'll click take you right to the link. Um, so pretty cool, free, love it. Cool. I like it. Get your nuzzle. Get your nuzzle on. I'm going to do that. That's our show. Yeah, it is. No more show. Till next time when we talk about other things. Like what? Like what? Uh, like more uh, wonderful products by the Ames Corporation. Yeah, that's right. So get yourself a rake. Mm-hmm. Get, those, get those leaves up. Yep. It's time. So we thank Ames for all their support. They're good both monetarily, both monetarily and emotional support mm-hmm. that they provide this podcast. Um, and uh, we will see you guys soon. For Nicholas, this is Brandon. Have yourself a wonderful A1 Ames Day. Take care. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast, the ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard.